ελληνικό πνεύμα σε όλο τον κόσμο. Ελληνόπουλα και φιλέλληνες παντού. Συντονιστείτε στο Σαχέτσι 2020. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everybody. You are tuned to the Saheti 2020 show. It's the podcast that we've started now in COVID-19, following the show that we'd started in the beginning of the year, where we had Saheti learners join us at Hellenic Radio, and uh, we did a live training for all the kids so that they could start their own shows. COVID-19, of course, it wasn't possible for us to all get together in the studio, small studio, as it is on our wonderful Hellenic Radio. And uh, we're very lucky because we found a way to do our shows remotely. So, without further ado, let's say hello to everybody that has been joining us here on the Cloud Studio. What should we call it? I'm going to say hello to Basil Katakuzinos first. How are you, Basil? I'm good, thanks, Yula. How are you doing? All good. Can you hear me very well? Ah, uh, yes, I can. Fantastic. And uh, how are you today? I'm not too bad. I just finished school, and we, I wrote my first online test, um, which was interesting. Uh, wow. You're going to have yeah. to tell us about that a little bit later, uh, oh, how you did it and all of that. Christian, also connected. How are you? Hi, I'm good news. Fantastic. How's your day? Um, yeah, just like Basil, I, I was writing assessment today, um, but this is quite an unusual one. We have three days to complete it. Wow. This is really interesting and something that we're going to have to go into so that all of us who maybe haven't experienced that, we can actually know exactly what it's about. Alexa, Alexa Kruger, how are you? Uh, I'm good, thanks. Good. And yourself, Yula. Andonia, also connected. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And you? Also good. Were you and Alexa also writing the test? Yeah, well, for me, it was my third online test, which was okay. wasn't my favorite. <laughs> But <laughs> well, yeah. I think we're going to have to go into that as soon as we say our hellos to see how everybody did and how they found it. Shreya, how are you today? Hello, Yola. I'm good, thanks. And you? Also very good. And uh, your day? All good? Uh, it's okay. Like Christian said, we were doing an assessment and I'm not really liking it that much. <laughs> and we've got a new learner that's joined our team this week. So we're very excited to say hello to Katia Kashero. Katia, am I saying your surname correctly? Um, yes, it's Kachero. And hi, Katia. It's so good to have you with us. Uh, did you hear about our podcast and decide to join? Yes, Christian has told me a lot about this podcast and I was very interested in it. Fantastic. So we are really, really happy to um, have you on. For now, we're going to go to the um, testing that you guys are telling us about because uh, I've been wondering about technology and how it's all going with the online learning. So how are we going to begin? Let's see who wants to tell us a little bit about the testing and how it's been working. How does it actually work? It's terrible. Um, so, yeah, no, it, is, <laughs> it is terrible. The time you have to take to take photos of stuff and oh, no. So basically the Scan way it works is kind of okay. kind of like a normal test. So we print it out if we want to, we write on paper, and then using an app on our phone, we, we scan mm -hmm. it in as a PDF and then submit it. Um, okay. So we've got a time, a time limit and everything, which works out to be a bit of a challenge because if you factor in, oh, I've got to print for 10 minutes, oh, my printer's not working, oh, it, you start adding up time very quickly. Okay, I see. But can you cheat? Like, can you guys use, say, Google on your phones to, to come up with answers? Who's going to answer that? 
Christian. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I, was, I wanted to do that. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the tasks are actually based around sort of like a, a research aspect. So they do plan on you Googling things and they want you to Google things. They want you to research things, which is the part I like about it because we get to sort of expand and it's not just what we do in the classroom. We get to a lot mm -hmm. more. So this, the science test, um, assessment rather that we've been doing for the past two days has been going quite well. It's quite, it's quite a long, um, mm -hmm. assessment, but I've, I've really been enjoying doing it. It's probably, this is the most fun I've had writing an assessment. Wow. And, and is it a little bit more like you can research and maybe apply your knowledge? Is that the kind of testing they're doing? Yes. Yes. That's, that's all they can really do um, without, without the test being too easy. Mm. But that's really, with grade 11, a, it's a bit different. Yeah? With grade okay. 11, it's a bit different. I don't know. It's because I don't know. I think it's because we're close to matric. But we writing our assessments like normal. We had a math test. We had to write it without cheating and all of that stuff. Obviously, you might have your people who will. Mm. All you have to sign a declaration that you won't cheat. You have no access to all of that stuff. Your parents have to sign for. Uh, life sciences we had to have our parents signature we had to have an invigilator that is mm. right down where we started it was a bit it's a bit intense okay uh and and i, I saw that they've even been changing it for universities that where um there, there's certain things that they are now starting to implement so that people won't cheat and i heard about the declaration so that that should be quite interesting to see going ahead and people's uh, word on and honor may come back into play Oh, and WhatsApp groups. I saw people were exiting WhatsApp groups because they were cheating on WhatsApp groups and everybody on that WhatsApp group was getting penalized. I haven't heard about that mm. yet. Yeah, apparently. Uh -huh. I think it's a bit of a, a mixture of both. Um, there's sometimes where I, I do enjoy being able to wake up late and, uh, you know, just sit on my computer and mm. everything's there. I can take a break when I need to. Um, I don't have to deal with the whole stress of going to school and um, all of that. But um I do miss my friends, and that's a bit of a challenge, to be mm. honest. Um, that's it. Um, who else? We haven't heard. Shreya, what are you saying? Um, I'm actually enjoying this. I can do things at my own pace. There's no rush, and like our school schedule is not the same all the time, okay. like how it is in school. We're not in classrooms all the time, and I think it's really nice to be away from that. Okay. Now, I've been. I was watching a Elon Musk interview with Joe Rogan, and it was a very interesting interview and uh, they were talking about uh, certain types of technology that's been coming in i think he's called it neural link and uh, how it can really help with uh, people's brains and functioning eyesight a whole bunch of stuff and of course it got me thinking about ai and i thought maybe we could just start off our podcast today discussing ai and uh, just to see what you guys think about it all so i'm going to start off with uh, alexa Alexa, when I say AI, what comes to mind for you? Well, it's difficult not to think of all the sci-fi movies and, you know, the world mm -hmm. being dominated by robots. Um, but I do think AI has very interesting applications um, and will have interesting complications as the world um, as the world progresses because um, I do think it's sort of the future of the world as we know it because I think so many things are going to progress and alter with the Im mm. um, implementation of AI. For example, now that we're dealing with the coronavirus, um, so many, um, you know, 
AI robots mm. have been sent in to check temperature, and it just shows how quickly yeah, the job that's market interesting. progresses. We'll, we're definitely needing that, and I suppose it could help. So your outlook is that it can really help. Um, are there any dangers as far as you see it? I mean, there's definitely dangers with regards to AI because obviously with the progressing job market, you will have a lot of jobs that are no longer being able to be done as efficiently by people, which will mean that the, the unemployment rate could increase. But at the same time, you could also see it as there'll be a new emergence of job markets. Maybe instead of an accountant, you'll have an mm. AI program. But, uh, Christian, what do you say? Um, I don't think it... It poses any danger per se, but I would I would think it would be quite weird, because what I, one thing I heard about it is being able to talk without actually talking, like you can just read each other's thoughts. Yeah. With the whole Neuralink thing, so that that I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to, although it would be quite cool. Uh, I think it would be very weird having a conversation at like the <laughs> dinner table, but no one's actually talking. And how weird would it be having to uh, censor all your thoughts? Because we'd really have to be very careful about what we would be thinking about because others could hear it. So that's something as well that uh, I guess we'd have to think about. Basil? Um, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is uncertainty. Uh, Because if you asked a lot of people that um, entered the job market, we'll call it 10 years ago, Mm. they will probably say, if you wanted to get a job, you'd become an engineer maybe a civil engineer, mm. or you'd go into finance. But with the, with the growth of AI, it raises the question of maybe in 15 years' time, when I will be working, I can push a button and a computer will design a building for me or design a structure that would normally have taken six civil engineers mm. six or nine months to do. Wow. So it, it, it will create lots of new jobs. But as we are going in now to start studying, as we're getting towards the stage where we're going to have to choose what we want to study in university, um, it raises the question of what should I study so that I can still have a job in 20 years' time when the workforce could be completely different to what it looks like now. Exactly. And it's changing so fast, the landscape, that uh, it's very tough to, to have those answers. So that, I think, a very interesting yeah. point. Andonia? Um, with me, I'm, I fear it a bit because if you think about it, in the future, how are we going to be living? The conditions we're living in now, we have our own like houses, we stay at home. But now in the future, are we going to be walking around with robots surrounding us? And then will they have their own homes? Will they share homes with us? Will we become families? <laughs> I, just, I fear it in a way. It sounds ridiculous. But like the way I see it, there's so much uncertainty on these AI robots going to be controlled by us or they're going to set up, be like set out into the yeah. world as an experiment to see how they bond with humans. And that just raises yeah. fear for no, me. I must say, I share your fear, especially if I think that the way technology is moving, we may not be able to tell the robots apart from humans. I mean, they already have made amazing robots. I think the one's called Sophia. And uh, the way they've made her skin and her hair and her eyes it actually becomes quite lifelike. And as time progresses, we wonder if we'll be able to tell the difference. Katia, you're new to this uh, podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts about AI as you enter the world of Zaheti 2020. Yeah, so I think AI has especially helped with like going online and people like finding new ways to work from home and to study from home especially. 
My sister is a medical student. So for her, it's very difficult when she needs to do her practicals that are coming up. And she actually needs a physical thing in front of her. So for Mm. the universities to try and work with that, it's going to be very difficult. And I think I would love to see how they're going to mix technology with medical Mm. students and all of that. So yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be, it's a fun but scary thing to think about at the same time. And AI for you, having robots uh, interact with you and be part of your life, how do you see that? Um, I think it's very fun. You know, a lot of people are scared of what might happen, but I think instead of thinking about what might happen, we need to think about all the opportunities we can get when there's something not non-living, but non-living in our world and that can work the exact same way we can. Hmm. Shreya, your thoughts on AI and uh, going forward into the future? Um, I think I'd also have to expand on um, Basil's um, theory that um, everything, like our jobs are at risk now for the future. Um, I'm an accounting student and already we have these accounting programs and stuff. So we don't really need to learn this and are schools doing enough Mm. to prepare us for the future or are we just sticking to like the normal ways of how everything is now? I think that maybe like schools should look into this and change maybe the important subjects. I think it's so difficult. Yes, yes, Basil. So um, one, of, one of the things that I've kind of thought about a lot and one of the things I want to say is I think personally um, going into the finance industry is probably the most safe place to go. Um, yes, you've got I your apps that can do your books for you. <laughs> I love these debates. So <laughs> okay, Basil. You've got, you've, got the apps, you've got the apps that can do your books for you and all of that stuff. But look at the way the world is running. Look at stock exchanges. Um, um, companies that manage trust funds and um, manage money, because at the end of the day, the world does revolve around money. So while AI is automating the lower end stuff, the I need something to do my books for me, there are always big thinkers up there in the banking industry that will always have to exist because finance does make the world go around. Money makes the world spin. And Shreya, your opinion? Okay, well, I get what, I think that's a valid point. Actually, I have nothing to come back with that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you guys are the best. And I love these debates that we're having here on these podcasts. We're all learning from each other. And that's what it's all about. Um, I think there are some worries, Basil, because when um, you look at the algorithms that they create, uh, I think some of the TED Talks that I've uh, watched recently are saying that when those um, programs are written, we don't know how they're going to change themselves. And how will they actually surpass human thinking? So that is something that could be a little bit dangerous, but let's hope that human beings will always be behind the decisions. We've been talking about technology here, and it's uh, all entrepreneurs that kind of are bringing all these uh, artificial intelligence to the market. Uh, We've seen Elon Musk. And when I think of entrepreneurs, I can't help but wonder, Christian, how have you been doing with your project? Well, I mean, it's been amazing so far, um, considering that we had our trailer delivered what was it two days ago yesterday something like that so so i had a very good day um you know having the trailer having the trailer uh, was like the first big step into Mm. actually progressing 
um, during the lockdown. We haven't really had much to do. So um, I'll, I'll keep some comments because we do have a special guest coming on. Okay, fantastic. Since we were talking about uh, entrepreneurs, um, I know that it's all about balancing cash flows and something that uh, I know Basil was interested in were uh, airlines. Basil, do you want to go to your insert here? Yeah, sure. So um, one of the things that COVID-19 has really affected would be the airline industry. Um, because what do you do with millions of passenger planes when they can't be in the air? Um, they still cost money to maintain. You've still got to pay pilots um, and a whole lot of other people. And um, it is a, the airline industry is a very big on cash flow. There's lots of money coming in and there's lots of money going out. And just because there's no money coming in right now doesn't mean that there isn't money going out right. still. Um, so the biggest airlines are all going into business rescue. Um, Kame has voluntarily entered business rescue and Kame is um, the most successful private airline in South mm -hmm. Africa. Um, SAA is no more. Um, KLM has major financial problems. They've also applied for um, some form of um, uh, rescue from the government. Um, if you search airplane stranded in desert on Google, you'll get a picture of um, what they call an airplane boneyard called Victorville um, in um, California. And it has, there are literally lines of hundreds of perfectly airworthy um, airplanes to the point where they're lining up on the runways because there's no space for them um, that have been parked there for months now. Um, so I'm very curious to see what the airline industry is going to look like because mm. I'm very worried that we're not going to be able to fly to London, for example, straight after COVID-19. I think it's going to take two or three mm -hmm. years to actually get back to work. Okay, that, that is something that we're all worried about because we'd built our lives and our world around travel. The world was becoming smaller and smaller where yeah. people could just travel easily. And now, of course, with the, the flight restrictions, it is something to really be concerned about and all those people in that industry. So a very interesting topic. I think also something to think about is maybe COVID-19 is a sign that we are too connected as a globe. The fact that a virus mm. can spread from uh, a province in China all the way to the uh, all the way to South Africa and Europe in the space of a month right. um, is maybe a, a, like a small sign of concern, and it's maybe a sign that we are possibly too connected and. Um, we're suffering the consequences. Mm. I think you're right. Um, we're going to have to have a balance as it's going forward. As long as we don't start to become very closed into our own world and our own boundaries where we were all one and we were all accepting of each other and starting to grow into each other's cultures. And uh, we can't stop that. I think uh, globalization can be as scary as AI, but it also has benefits. Um, is that all you've got to say to us today about the airlines? Yeah, that's about it. So I think globalization, AI, they all have to happen mm. eventually. There's no, there's no stopping them. It, it's the future. And um, they have a lot of pros, but it's, there's, there's a lot of uncertainty in how we approach all of these right. topics. And I think your generation is going to have to be uh, looking at everything from a three-dimensional perspective and seeing solutions, problems, uh, and managing all of it all together. So um, fun times ahead. And I, I think your generation certainly will be able to do amazing things. I can see just from the discussions that we've been having um, with this group of Saheti 2020, how you guys think. And it's been really exciting. Um, maybe we need to go from uh, balancing cash flows up in the air to something a little more grounded. Shreya, anything that you want to talk about today that has to do with uh, grounding and exercise? <laughs> Uh, yes, actually, I will talk about the sports. So, as we all know, like the sports, 
um, have been affected very badly by the COVID-19. Um, the basketballs um, has stopped, fields have been empty, and stadiums are also empty now. Um, but in Germany now, they have slowly started releasing back their um, soccer players back onto the field. But obviously, they still have to follow the rules and regulations, so that's no contact. So that means they're not allowed to play contact sports and they're not allowed to, you know, be close to each other. But I think in soccer, it might be a little more easy because they're not necessarily touching each other. Um, yeah. What does it mean for but netball, I, just, I guess? Yeah, the netball um, industry will be affected badly. And basketball. Um, all of them. <laughs> I think that um, they slowly did have to release their soccer players back because a lot of them did take huge pay cuts. And I think that showed a lot of them. Right. A lot of them are family men. So imagine what the effect is on their family right now. Yeah. And yeah, I think they slowly had to start somewhere. What do you guys think? Like, should they release them back or should they just stay at home? I think that um, what has to happen is we have to acknowledge that sports is very important in a lot of cultures. Um, and for a lot of people, it can be motivation. So I think finding a way where we can record and broadcast sports um, online or through the TV without, um, without increasing the risk of uh, coronavirus transmissions is, can be very important and um, could be something to look for to look to uh, to look towards um especially if we're trying to motivate people during this time oh, i think we're definitely going to have to look at it very interesting there as well about sport and we need it in our lives we all know how important it is uh yes and somati yes that's what the greeks used to say and i think our bodies and minds are one so it's very important that we we look at that as well never mind the the money that was generated by sports betting and uh, all the likes of that so I'm um, sure I think a very good topic. Um, I see that uh, Katia has left our group and we're going to invite um, Jean-Luca, who's going to be Christian's guest. I think, Shreya, maybe what we can do is I can say thank you very much to you. You've just finished your insert and wish you a wonderful week until we have the next podcast next week. Okay, thanks for having me, guys. Have a good week. Thank you so much for being with us, Shreya. Thanks, Shreya. Bye. So we're going to um, continue and uh, you're going to tell us a little bit, Christian, about your um, the food truck that's just come. Well, now that it's been delivered, we can we can start moving, really. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, takeaways are allowed at level three lockdown, which means we will be allowed to work, but we won't really have anywhere to work, if that makes any sense. <laughs> how will it work will you um just be in your food truck and be taking things to people like food well we had planned on on implementing some form of delivery we had spoken to some you know normal delivery partners like uber eats and city food places like that um but right now it's not really viable nor is it feasible to partner with one of them especially so okay. early into is it too expensive it. It's not too expensive to start up. It's just that the deals that you make with them are not profitable when you are not charging a 300% markup. Wow. Is that what it would take? 300% markup? 
around yes if you actually want to make something off of deliveries it would it would take quite an excessive amount to to be profitable hmm. that's actually really uh, interesting um i guess uh, that it's something that you guys are going to have to look at for your business model Definitely. In the meantime, let's say goodbye to all the guests that we have on our podcast today. Uh, Basil, we'll start with you. Thank you so much for being with us. Tell us any uh, messages for uh, people that are listening to the podcast today. I just want to say thank you for listening. Um, it's a real pleasure to be able to entertain you all. And um, I just want to also give another mm -hmm. message. And I'm probably going to end up doing this every week. <laughs> thank you to all our teachers because they are doing amazing things um, to try and keep us learning. And also thank you to Miss Leonkashe for making this podcast possible. Um, I don't think we thank her that enough. That is so nice, Basil. Thank you. you. You do. You always bring such a lovely point at the end and we need to be thankful and we need to send our appreciation out because it gives people motivation to carry on. And I've seen from my kids that the teachers at Saheti have been amazing. So a big shout out to all of you teachers that are working so very hard so that you can do the programs that you do, be online with our children and get the syllabus done. Thank you so very much. Great. Thank you, Basil. Um, let's go to Antonia. Antonia, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Yola. I hope everyone has an amazing day despite the circumstances. I know we can't really go anywhere, but this is like the closest we'll get to each other. So enjoy the rest of your day. Well, it was still close enough because we heard you and uh, we wish you all the best of luck for all those online tests. Thank you so much. And we will hear you again next week on the Saheti 2020 show. We're going to end off now because I see that Alexa's actually also left. Funny enough, we've lost her. We didn't manage to say goodbye to her or to Katya. I do want to thank them for being with us today. Uh, Shreya and Alexa and Katya. And uh, we're going to um, be back in just a minute. Stay with us here on the Saheti 2020 podcast. Christian, you and I will be back with Gianluca for your interview. Thank you, everybody. Stay tuned. Don't waste your youth growing up. Tune in to 1422 AM and Saheti 2020. And we're back, the Saheti 2020 show. Uh, with us, we have got uh, Gianluca, we've got Christian. Lutfia has also joined us. Um, let's say hello to Lutfia. How are you today? Good and you, ma'am. Good. Hello, everyone. How was your week since we spoke? It's been hectic. <laughs> A lot of tests and stuff. Oh, my word. Are you also doing them online? Yes, and we have a speech tomorrow, actually. I'm not sure how that's going to go, but... <laughs> uh, what speech is it? It's a Greek speech, and I'm not very <laughs> good in that department. <laughs> what is it on? Um, it's just um, to say where you would go if you were on holiday and what you would do okay. on that holiday. And yeah. Fantastic. Are you kind of ready for it? Kind of. <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> What's your opening line? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't have it here. I'm going to go over it. So just wish me luck, everyone. Yeah, we wish you luck because if you don't know the opening Thank line, you. I'm a little bit worried, Lutfi. I can't lie. <laughs> I think my opening line is Yasas. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, fantastic. So we are going to go back to a Christian. I know that he's got an interview to uh, conduct on his own as he's learning right here live on the podcast. Christian, over to you and your lovely guests who we welcome very warmly. 
So it seems like we are making routine of slipping business into conversations. Um, <laughs> and so what better way to dedicate or what better way to discuss business than to dedicate an entire segment to entrepreneurship. And um, with that said, uh, our guest today is Saheti student and Prega Boys co-owner, John Luca Caldera. Can you Hello. hear us, John Luca? There we go. Yeah, we okay. you. very well. Thank you for having me. So uh, if you don't know already or haven't guessed already, John Luca is my business partner and he's here today to discuss what it's like to be a student, an entrepreneur and to be living through a global crisis at the same time. Yeah, well, being a student, I, I think it's quite, it's, re it's really simple, to be honest. I mean, especially online school, I find it a lot easier than normal school. It's just that the workload is is quite 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 a quite a bit to do we we have tasks weekly uh we get notified when we need to submit things so also being an entrepreneur it, it it's it's not the easiest thing to do especially now during during covid 19 and the lockdown we, we've had to change our plans uh, to find new ways of doing things um we did manage to get our trailer delivered few days ago so I, I think I think we were doing quite well on the entrepreneur side yeah that's that sounds amazing from my side as well I'm very excited to see where we're going to be with the whole business um, thing in in the next month or two seeing that level three permits takeaways if I'm not mistaken which means like I said earlier we can work but we don't really know where we will be able to work now, the question arises, because we have our trailer, we seem to be experiencing many delays. Um, you would expect it to run very smoothly. There's a lot of planning that goes into to running a business. Um, so, so now we need to compensate for these delays. Jolika, how would you think we could best plan for an unexpected event? such as COVID-19? Well, if it's unexpected, I don't really think you could plan for it in, <laughs> in the sense. But, I mean, when it happens, it happens. You're going you're gonna to have to be prepared in some way. And I, I think with, with this lockdown, we actually had plans um, like we would receive a tra the trailer on this day, then a few days later we would have it wrapped, a few weeks later get it back, and we would start cooking it and, and actually selling. So... The, those plans were all gone uh, with the lockdown, so I, I, I guess you you just you plan along the way. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we've lost about three, four, maybe five months of of income, probably, because, like I said in the last podcast, it's not just the lockdown that affects us and all of the other businesses. It's also going to be the slow start to the economy because people will still be scared to go out and still be scared to interact because of the fear of contracting the virus. What, do you, what is your take? When do you think we'll be in full swing? When we'll be up and running? Well, I believe probably probably October, maybe October, November, somewhere there, because like you said, even, even if we're, we're still going to be allowed to sell and we're still going to be allowed to go to the markets, it, it'll, take, it'll take time for some people to actually go out be with other people in the public. Um, but at, at, in the same sense, there are people who are quite eager to get out as well. So 
may, maybe that'll actually help us in a way. Yeah, I can definitely agree there. I mean, being stuck inside for the past month isn't the best, but I've I've <laughs> been enjoying it. It's it's quite nice to have some time to relax. I think you guys are going to really come out uh, winners because I can see that you've been strategizing all this time and you're going to do really well when people are actually back onto the roads and outside and enjoying food takeaways. Um, We're not going to have too much time to carry on for long. I don't know if you'd like any final thoughts. Um, I know that Lutfia was also going to be part of the project at the Stay Awake. Not so, Lutfia? Yeah, I was supposed to work (laughs) there. Hopefully, Hopefully. maybe get some money. Maybe. <laughs> so we're hoping that when things normalize again and uh, new information is coming out all the time about this COVID-19 and uh, maybe it's not as bad as we thought. Um, so I think hopefully we'll be able to be out and about again. Maybe it's spring, as Jean-Luc says, but even then you guys will be ready and I can see that you guys are going to be awesome entrepreneurs. So the Saheti 2020 show, of course, has uh, been following the chronicles, should we call it, of the Prego boys and we will continue to do so. Um, Jean-Luc, I really want to thank you for being part of our podcast today. The Saheti 2020 show, full of the Saheti excitement and learners. And every week we try and put interesting guests on. And uh, that's going to be um, a project that we're going to continue doing. So thank you very much. Lutfia, any final thoughts before we end the show from your side? Um, I just want to wish everyone um, a happy day and a happy week and, I, and everything is going to be okay and we're all going to survive so this. Stay positive and good luck with your speech. Yeah. We hope that yes. uh, it goes. Thank uh, you. How can I say it? Delia in Greek. <laughs> Perfectly. Um, Kristen, Thank you. let's uh, have you say goodbye to your guest uh, since we are training and we're doing it live. This is uh, something we've never hidden here on the show. It's a live training for our learners so that they can also start to do their own shows on Hellenic Radio. And now as we've uh, ventured into the world of podcasts as well into that world. So, Christian. Oh, well, it's been wonderful having a guest on the podcast for a change. Um, it's quite unusual, actually. It's quite nice having someone to talk to. We did have guests at the actual radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we can do a lot more of the interviewing, I could say. Uh, so thank you for joining us. And I think the Prigger Boys Chronicles is uh, <laughs> quite, quite a good name. Yeah, it sounds, maybe, sounds nice. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should uh, start. Yeah. Uh, you guys can start your own okay. podcast on the Prigger well, Boys quite possibly. Chronicles. Yeah, we should keep well, an eye out for that. Sounds maybe. good. We'll be tuning in for that. (laughs) Jean-Luc, thank you for joining us today. Christian, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Of course, fantastic students here at Saheti. We're very proud of you all. And uh, I personally am enjoying this podcast immensely. Thank you, guys. Good luck with your online learning, with your online testing. Do well. And uh, entrepreneurs as well, right here at Saheti 2020. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We'll be back next week with the show and our dynamic learners. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ακούτε το Σεχέτσι στη νέα πανελλήνια φωνή.